Welcome to my monthly The Expat Career and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Dominika and I am the founder of dmcoaching.eu, the place to be when you want to create a career you love and live the global lifestyle. of the Expact Career and Lifestyle podcast and today I have a great pleasure to interview Claudia Landini. She is a cross-cultural trainer and mobile career coach. Over 27 years of her international life she lived between Africa, Latin America, the Middle East and Europe and now she is based in Jakarta. Claudia is the founder of expactclick.com a non-profit organization that helps expat women all over the world before, during and after their relocation. She is also the founder of Expat Women at Work, a platform for professional expat women, and a virtual library for expats and expat table, a culinary portal. And today with Claudia we are going to speak about how to craft your expat professional identity by creating a portable career. Welcome, Claudia. I am so glad to, to have you here. Thank you for, uh, for coming. Thank you for accepting uh, my invitation. So please tell us more about, your, about yourself and your international uh, journey. Sure. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Dominika, for inviting me. I'm also very glad to be here with you today. Uh, you introduced me very well, actually. My 27 years abroad are the mark of my life. I, um, I left Italy, where I come from, in 1989 to follow my partner. Um, I had a, quite a successful career in, uh, in Milan where I was living, but um, as, may, as it happens to many, I met the man of my life and I joined him in Africa. And that was the start of our international adventure. We had two children who are today uh, adults, TCKs adults, and, uh, and live out, uh, uh, outside of, uh, of our family. And... Uh, Maybe what's interesting to say is that I stopped working altogether for 15 years because we've always lived in quite complex countries. I wanted to be with my children full time. Uh, so when my first child was born, I gave up working and, um, and I started again a new career. Um, I must say, yeah, when they were a little bit older. In 2004, actually, I started to uh, work on, a, on an idea of a new career. And uh, I am interpreter and translation, uh, translator, sorry, originally. But uh, after my long pause to be with my children, um, I decided not to go back to my original work because I had lost all contacts. And also I had discovered that translating and interpreting was not really what I was most passionate about. And so I trained myself from scratch to become uh, first an intercultural trainer and then later um, a cross-cultural coach. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, great. So how did you, because you are doing so many, you, you have so many projects, you are doing so many things. So how did you 
find all those ideas to start your um, multiple expat, uh, expat projects. Mm-hmm. Well, everything actually was born with the core project, which is expatclick.com. It's um, an international portal to support expat women, as you said at the beginning, to, mm-hmm. in all phases of their relocations. When I started my life abroad, Internet did not exist, and getting information and advice and contacts uh, if someone was relocating abroad was very difficult. Um, so I always had this idea of, 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 of setting up a network of women who would help each other in their transitions. It came straight from my direct experience. I was in Africa when I was pregnant for the first and second time. Um, I took my children to Africa when they were very, very, very young, when they were babies. So I went through some pretty rough experiences and I always thought it would be nice to have a network of women who can support each other, exchange information and and welcome each other in in the different countries. So that's basically the idea at the basis of Expat Click. So once Expat Click was born and launched in 2004, I I went on with uh, with the changing with the changing of times and uh, I sort of tried to be attentive to what were the changes in the expat women global community uh, and all the other projects that I added mostly come from this. I realized that uh, professional identity was becoming a, a topic mm-hmm. issue for a topical issue for women, so I decided to set up this um, platform for professional expert women. I realized that writing books was becoming more and more important to record uh, experiences abroad, so I decided to set up the the virtual library and, of course, you know, the culinary portal is... uh, well, gastronomy is an essential part of uh, of intercultural relations all over the world, I believe. I also actually have another project which I launched with a colleague of Expat Click, and it's called What Expats Can Do. And it's the very, very last project, and it's basically uh, a way to uh, encourage expats to practice their empathy and sort of use their experience to um, to give hope to the world. Well, this is you know in, in two words, but then of course you can you can visit the website if you're interested to find out more. So it it all came from the from the very core idea of uh, of giving tools of support to the expat women community globally in all phases of their relocations. Great. So it's coming from your uh, from your personal uh, personal experience. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because you are doing so many projects. So I was thinking because I have my uh, yeah, I have like two projects, blog and yeah, I'm doing coaching and also running a podcast. So I know that um um, there, there is so much work involved in in those mm-hmm. projects. So how how do you ma- manage your project? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, well, I I wish I had more time to uh, properly follow all of my projects, but I must say that um, 
I have a very uh, motivated and efficient team of colleagues who work with me on Expert Click and on the on the on the different projects that we that we have set up, and that helps a lot because. Um, I never feel lonely when I work and I know that if I don't have the time to do something, to accomplish something, I can always ask my colleagues and they are very much involved in all the steps of the project. So this is also, this is a very important thing, not to be, not to be alone. I'm not alone in what I do. So I'm, I'm really supported and, uh, and motivated. But I think that the, the basic, basic ingredient that helps me uh, going on and sort of always Manage to uh, to make the projects uh, advance mm-hmm. uh, is my enthusiasm or my passion for them. I'm so so passionate about all of them uh, indistinctively, and uh, and I believe that this enthusiasm um, fuels me with energy, and uh, and it and the energy uh, helps me. Uh, bring the projects ahead although of course it's a lot a lot of work and I'm always sort of uh, uh, running uh, behind time I'm also lucky because now I'm empty nested so Mm -hmm. I don't have children to look after anymore and um, and I have a job that I can sort of combine according to my uh, my interests and my needs so um I have the privilege of being able to organize my days in quite a flexible way uh, so that I can always find uh, a slot of time for this or that project. And, and this also helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, so it's enthusiasm, enthusiasm mm-hmm. and, yeah, and passion for, uh, for, for, what, for, for what you do, I think. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, professional identity, uh, building professional identity as an expert woman. So sometimes it can be challenging because when you are moving uh, abroad, often you have to um, you, you have to leave your career behind and start something new. Um, or also you can build a portable uh, career. So you help um, expert women to start a, a portable career. So what is exactly um, a portable career and yeah, who is it for, if you mm-hmm. Well, uh, the, the, uh, the definition that Joe Parfit, who was the initiator of this concept yeah. of portable career, uh, gives to, to, to this kind of, of portable work is that a portable career is a career that you can pack in your suitcase and unpack everywhere you happen to go after. Uh, and start again without uh, big interruptions or traumatic uh, pauses that make it uh, difficult to start it again. Uh, so I, 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 I agree very much with this definition. Uh, I would say that a portable career is a, um, a set of skills uh, that you can employ in a creative and flexible way uh, whenever you change your living uh, context. Um, basically, it, it, it doesn't have to be a, a well-defined or specific job that you have, but it can be, as I said, a set of skills that you develop with time and that you can sort of rearrange whenever you get to a new cultural context. Mm, I would say that uh, this kind of career is something that can be carried on 
only if you are a very passionate person and also a very flexible person because it really requires a lot of adjustments. Mm -hmm. You might choose a a kind of of work, a line of work that is very uh, fruitful in a country, but then move to a country where it cannot be applied at all. So this requires you to use a lot of flexibility, a lot of creativity to find uh, how uh, you can uh, sort of rearrange what you are doing according to the to the new context. So I would say, if, you know, you sh- you should be uh, as flexible as possible to sort of um, accompany the changes and uh, creatively turn the changes into something. Uh, profitable for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so being yeah being uh, flexible and adapting also your portable portable career to to the context. Yeah, absolutely. So is, yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm. This is very important. Um, so, what will be the first step to to create or to start a portable uh, career? So, you you talk about um, about the skills. So, what what is the first step to start a portable career? Is it about mm. your skills, discovering your skills, or something else? Um, well, it, it's. Uh, I, I guess the first step would be to find a combination of uh, um, of your past experience, mm-hmm. not only work-wise but also life-wise, uh, combined with your passions. We all know about that. Passions are, are, are of fundamental importance if you want to start something and, and bring it forward. But it's, they're, they're particularly important, uh, as far as a portable career is concerned, because a portable career is subjected to, um, difficulties, um, that are very specific. So you need a lot of, of passion and motivation to be able to overcome all the obstacles and all of the the difficult points that your career will encounter when you bring it from one country to another. So the, the first thing I would suggest is that you really assess your passions and you really um, become clear with yourself about what you love to do, what you are prepared to do despite uh, interruptions, changes, obstacles, uh, bureaucratic problems, and all sorts of things that might come in the way, uh, and sort of blend that with the experience that you have acquired uh, up to that moment. So the, these two, this, the combination of these two aspects um, can sort of give you a first idea of what you can uh, you can start build uh, if you want to create a career that you can really uh, take from one place to to the other yeah i would say this is the 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 the, the basic ingredient yeah so how can we how can we assess our passion if you can i don't know give an example or um, usually because we can have we can have so many passions, no? Or, mm-hmm. or some people they 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 don't know exactly what their uh, what their passion is. So how? It's can, true. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So how can I assess my my passion? Um, well, 
that's what I do, and you also do when we when we coach. Um, there are m- uh, multiple exercises and 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 conversations that we can have to uh, try to be to be to be clear about what our passions are. Because it's uh, sometimes it's easy to get confused between passions and and hobbies and uh, and and things that we just do because we sort of like them, but we're not really sure. Uh, to what extent we are ready to bring these things forward. It's, it can actually be confusing. And uh, it happened to me many times that uh, during my coaching programs, I come across um, persons who tell me, I would like to do something that I'm really passionate about, but I don't know what mm-hmm. my passions are. So I always say, look at your life. Look at what uh, at what uh, keeps you awake at night, at what you never get tired of doing, um, and try to identify what really uh, gives you energy and enthusiasm, and um, uh, and has been going on as as a constant in your life. Maybe changing form in a way. Maybe when you were a child, you loved. Um, I don't know, uh, playing with uh, dolls and then uh, later on you realize you have a big passion for um, taking care of children and that could be uh, could be a passion that you can follow and uh, and turn into a career. It's uh, always try to have a global vision of your life, of what happened in your life, and sort of try to always be connected to past and present and find common, uh, common points in what has been going on in your life and your experience. Hmm. Yeah. So, what what is the key to create a successful uh, portable career? Hmm. Well, besides what I have already mm-hmm. mentioned, which is obviously uh, flexibility and sort of taking stock of uh, of your passions and your experience, um, I would certainly say networking. Um, I'm a, I'm a fan of networking and I have, uh, I know for experience that the more you network, uh, honestly and passionately, mm-hmm. the more you, you have, the, 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 the greater chances you have to start, uh, to start a portable career and to keep it, uh, thriving. Uh, actually, I always tell my my, my, my clients or, or the participants to my uh, uh, courses to build portable careers to start from their contacts, to start from the people that they have been networking with, people that know them, people that like them. Um, yes, I think that building a network, nurturing your network, taking care of it, uh, pouring honesty and passion in your network is a very important uh, um, tool to start the portable career because in the end, who will support you in buying your products or services or helping you spread the voice or um, giving you advice, tips, or even providing you with the contacts that you need to I don't know, build a website or uh, do some uh, graphics uh, to, to promote your business are the persons that know you and that uh, and they love you and appreciate you and really want to help. 
Yeah, so networking. Yeah. I think, yes, networking is a very important skill. I think it's the most important skill in building and creating uh, mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. career, not only a portable uh, portable career. So Absolutely. That, yeah, that's how I I met you, because I met you through a member of your um, expat woman at work uh, mm-hmm. community. I joined your community and then I met you in person. At, um, uh, at the conference of the, the family and global transition. Yes. Yeah, so this is an example of networking, and now I am interviewing you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So sometimes uh, when we when you have lived for many years uh, abroad, you can feel that you do not belong belong anywhere. No. So how to find your identity? And live happy and have a fulfilled international um, international life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a very a very tricky question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've been struggling with this concept of belonging for quite some time, and I think that it, for me personally, it has changed through the years and uh, and through my my mobile experience. Um, at, at the beginning, I was very much attached to my to my home country, to Italy. So I was always uh, trying to maintain a sort of um, of link uh, by going back regularly uh, and keeping all my relationships uh, intact and nurturing them. Um, when I when I built my my family uh, overseas, I. I think that my my focus and my my sense of belonging uh, uh, spontaneously got linked to them. So, mm-hmm. and I and I can positively say that uh, my my mobile identity now is is based on 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 where my husband and children are. Whenever I am with them or with one of them, because now, as I said, my children have have uh, left the nest, I, I sort of feel at home. So I believe that uh, the uh, uh, a mobile identity grows with time and grows with the with the with the people you you love and you identify as your steady point in a life that is made of continuous changes. So in my case, of course, it is uh, my husband who is always with me, my my, my children who who represent um, my biggest uh, my biggest project if you want and my my biggest uh, mm-hmm. source of uh, of uh, of love and happiness. Uh, but also other relationships, also friends that I made up through the years and, um, and that I can always go back to, uh, whenever I, I, whenever I can and whenever I feel. And they are not necessarily in Italy, but they can be anywhere in the world, but they, they are sort of a, of a harbor where I can, uh, you know, uh, let my sheep rest for a while and, and then take up my, my routine and do the things I love. Um, at any moment of of my life, so um, I would say that I have found my fulfillment in this international life, um, basically in my in my relationships, um, starting from the most important ones, uh, meaning my 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 husband and children, and uh, uh, ending with the my international uh, friends. Who are always uh, ready to welcome me? 
Yeah. And then, of course, and then, of course, there's there's also a question of what 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 is the meaning of the international life for you? I, I believe that if you have a strong motivation in keeping on your profession, your sorry, your 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 mobile or in, in international life, then you can um, you sort of feel at ease and at peace with yourself. And the motivation can also obviously shift through the years because at the beginning for me it was to be with my, with my husband. Uh, and then of course my mobile life was so satisfying that it just, it simply became a reason in itself, you know, to keep it on. And then I realized that I was giving a big, big gift to my children by taking them around. And so mm-hmm. that became my motivation. And of course, now in this phase of my life where my children have left, I am successful, not successfully, but satisfactorily working, uh, in a job that is strictly linked to my, to my mobile life. So that's the, that's the motivation that I find in this phase of my life. So it certainly changes with time, but, uh, yeah, but I think that the most important thing is to sort of find your center wherever and wherever you are and in the different phases of your life. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking also about professional identity, we spoke a little bit about a portable career. Um, mm-hmm. So what can you advise uh, to a woman, to an expat um, woman or an expat partner um, with someone um, losing her or his professional uh, identity? Mm. Um, well, I guess my advice would be not to panic and, and, and never, never to forget that even if you have pauses in your, in your professional life because mm. you are following someone, uh, and you do not have a specific role in the country where you where you happen to move. Um, this period will always bring something to you, uh, whether you are active through it. So you do maybe you do a training, you do a, a volunteering period, or you just uh, devote your time to. Um, I don't know. Find out something that you uh, that you didn't that you were not aware about, or, or specializing yourself in in, in something specific, um, or you just simply you know uh, let yourself go to the expert life and uh, acquire skills that will certainly be useful for uh, for your future. I spent 15 years without actively working. Uh, and the only thing I trained myself in was Latin dance, <laughs> but, uh, but I learned languages. I, I learned flexibility. I, um, I learned how to adapt to a new situation in the blink of an eye. So all these have been, all these skills have been very, very useful to me when I decided to start a new career. Mm. So what I would say is just, you know, try to shift your perspective and not think of a period abroad, even if you are uh, accompanying someone and don't have a specific professional role in the country, do not think of that period as a wasted period of time, but always try to find, to find out what's good, what's, what's useful, what, what, what are the skills that you're acquiring and that, that you're acquiring and that will be useful. 
in the future whenever you decide to start building something professional again. Oh, beautiful, yeah. So you are a great example of, of building a professional uh, identity while, while living abroad, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, yes, yeah. Um, so you have lived in so many different um, different countries and different uh, different cultures, and you have so uh, rich international experience. Uh, so what was your biggest expat challenge, and how did you um, how did you overcome it? <laughs> well, I can think at least of three big challenges, maybe four, and I'm going through a big challenge right now. Okay. But I guess that the most, the, really the the biggest thing, and I. I'm sure that any person who lives abroad and far away from uh, from their family will agree with me, was to uh, decide uh, at what point to go back to Italy when my sister was uh, dying of cancer. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I was living in Congo at that time and I could not leave the country easily because my husband was traveling a lot for his work and I was uh, with my children. So I, I physically needed to be with them. Mm -hmm. whenever he he was traveling and uh but there was this this big thing happening uh, that my 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 sister was declining there was her health was uh, was declining and she and she had a collapse she collapsed very suddenly in the end and uh and i found myself not knowing um when actually to go back because uh you know nobody can predict when uh, when uh, when death will definitely arrive so i uh, yeah I, I i didn't know whether i was uh, going too soon uh, whether i was going too late and it was a very 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 tough decision mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. that's a big challenge uh, to combine your life abroad when uh, when your family has a, a health problem and you have to decide when to go back and for how long? Well, especially when you have small children. Of course, the situation is different for me now. I'm much more um, free to come and go. But at that time, it was a huge challenge for me. Mm -hmm. And how did you uh, overcome it? <sighs> how did I overcome it? Well, um, I guess I talked around with my with my community and I talked a lot with my husband. And then in the end, I just... You know, I just decided that because the collapse had been so quick, I thought that it might as well, the, you know, death could mm -hmm. also have come quickly. And so I just uh, decided to go in the end. Mm -hmm. I left quite, quite quickly and I did not arrive on time anyway. So, you know, uh, she died a few hours before I landed. So it's very, it's a very challenging life when it comes to, to this kind of emergencies and uh, I believe that you really need a lot of motivation to uh, to go on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yes, especially when you are living abroad and you are living yeah, far mm -hmm. from your from your home country. Yeah. So those Absolute. kind of, yeah, of decisions that are very I think challenging to you don't know exactly what, what you what you can do. There is yeah you can mm -hmm. panic and you can then you can talk with your uh, with your family or with your friends that you that are living there. Yeah. Mm, 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 absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So, what are your plans? So, I know now you are living in Jakarta. Now you are in Milan for yeah for uh, for Easter time. But what are your uh, plans um, for the future? And um, where can we find more information 
um, about you. And I also know that you have a free gift for uh, for our listeners uh, today. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can tell us more about it. Okay. Uh, well, my plans for the future, I think we'll stay one more year in, uh, in uh, Jakarta. Mm-hmm. And um, I will certainly keep on with all of my projects. Uh, and as you said, we met at the Families in Global Transition uh, Conference, which is always a, such a, a great motivator for for um, people like <coughs> sorry people like us. So now I came back with lots of ideas and of contacts and, and, and things to do um, for Expert Clique and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and all the other projects that I run. So I'll definitely keep on uh, devoting as much time as possible to these projects. Um, I, have, I would like to get a little bit closer to Europe in the next uh, mission because living in Indonesia at the moment is a bit, uh, is a bit of a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... Both professionally and uh, and um, and family-wise, I would like to get closer to my to my sons and to my mother, who's uh, not getting any younger. Um, so this is what we, um, my husband and I, are working on at the moment. Sort of try to plan a move uh, <clears throat> that will take us a little bit closer. Um, you can find more about myself. Well, you can go to Expert Click, and uh, and there is a there is my profile on the website, and, and you can find all the links there where where I, uh, I I try to be present online and to and to and to express my passions. So I have a I have a website, I have a blog, uh, and then yeah, I write a lot on Expert Click. So yes, expertclick.com. Um, or also my professional website is claudialandini.it. So my mm-hmm. name and surname followed by IT for Italy. Um, and I'm, I'm, I would be really honored to offer <coughs> to the first person who contacts me um, a free coaching session on any kind of, uh, of topic that the person might choose. Uh, I've, I've been working a lot with women who, um, as we said, who, who try to develop a portable uh, professional identity, but I'm, of course, open to, uh, to discuss any kind of topics. So, yes, just get in touch with me and I'll be really glad to arrange that. Great, great. Thank you very much for, for sharing that. And I will put all the links to, um, uh, to all your projects with, uh, with the description of your, um, of your podcast. And I also, uh, there is a beautiful picture on your, I think on Claudia, um, claudialandini.it on your website. There is a beautiful, beautiful picture of you and your, uh, and your husband. I think it was mm-hmm. the first one is at the beginning of your international journey. And uh, the second one is uh, is now. So yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, a very beautiful picture. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. The, the first one where we were a lot younger yeah. uh, was taken in the Sudan, which was uh, which was my first. The, my husband was already on his uh, third mission, but I had met him shortly before he left uh, for the Sudan, where I joined him. So that was the very the very beginning of our adventure. Uh, abroad together, yes, and uh, and then and then I put another one, which is a little bit more recent, although 
it's it's quickly becoming uh, it's quickly becoming an old picture as well. So <laughs> I guess we'll have to take another one because well, years go by quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. So thank you very much, Claudia, for your time and sharing all your experience and tools and also your your beautiful free uh, free gift. Thank you for yes. being with uh, with us today, and I wish you all the best for uh, for your future and thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Dominika. It was a pleasure to be with you, really. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, please uh, share it with your friends. And like always, uh, leave us a comment. Thank you very much and speak to you soon. Bye.